Yo, 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 what is good, everybody? Welcome back to Mount Draftmore. The Core 4 is back in the building, ready to draft again. <laughs> I am surrounded by Matt. What's up? Dylan. Hello. And Dustin. Hi. And today <laughs> we will be drafting PlayStation 1 games. Ow! Let's get this. I love these nostalgic episodes. Taking me back to my childhood. Love that great console. Love it. Uh. Man, Matt the werewolf Ow! coming out. <laughs> fired up. So fired up. <laughs> We're fired. Anyways, PlayStation 1 games. But before we get into that, let's do a quick roundabout check-in. Matt, how you doing over there? I'm doing good. Uh, this is a little bit of old history now, but I still want to give a shout out to my alma mater, the Oregon State Bees, making that Elite Eight run in March Madness. Ooh la la. It was a beautiful sight to see. That's like, for I mean, dude, that was it was literally magical. like a month and a half ago. <laughs> I I want to give it a shout out though. Like I know it's it's in the past. You shout out Gonzaga undefeated. I like, mean, let's shout that out. I didn't go there. But the area, come on, you're closer to Gonzaga right now than Oregon State, aren't you? No, I'm closer to Oregon State. Oregon State's three and a half hours away. Gonzaga's like five. It's not five. It's like four. Still. Spoke is three and a half versus four. You're right. You're right. Math facts. Math facts. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Matt got some math right. But anyway, got to give him a shout out. Got to give him a beef some love. I mean, first time that they... Made the Elite Eight since 1982. That is crazy. It's just crazy to see, like, that that team, you know, that school has been prolifically bad for a very long time. So uh, glad to see it. I bought myself a uh, Pac-12 tournament champ shirt and an Elite Eight shirt. Yep, nice. got some swag. <laughs> so uh, pretty proud of those boys. Go Beavs. Good job, guys. There you go. Yep. Dylan, what's up with you? Uh, so uh, I don't have dated history. I am fresh right now, and my fresh history is that my wife and I are trying to figure out what the hell to do this summer. Uh, you know, we're thinking about Hawaii, but then her her coworker actually got a positive co- uh, COVID test on the airplane, like out of Hawaii, and now she's stuck in a hotel uh, guarded by National Guard in Hawaii, but can't leave the hotel room. Has to stay in the hotel room for two weeks in Hawaii. And uh, we were just like, yeah, that, that sounds That's like a nightmare. Terrible. <laughs> that sounds That's awful. Terrible. So I think we're just going to take a trip down the West Coast this summer. Uh, hit up like Crater Lake. Yep. West uh, Coast, sh- best coast. Yeah, shout out uh, National Parks episode. What's good? Um, hit up... Uh, the, the, the Redwoods, right? The, yeah, that's, that's, North you're going to go to, you're yeah. going to go to Endor, man. Yeah. yeah. Those. Check out that Endor. Uh, hit up, uh, LA maybe. I don't know. Ooh, la, la. Uh, yeah. Who knows what we'll do. Yeah. So that's what I'm, what I'm up Two to. Two wild and crazy kids over here. Yeah. Trying to figure <laughs> out. Wanderlust. <laughs> I don't bring, know where you're going. Going to bring the cat and the dog probably. It's going to be a, a great little adventure. I can just see you like driving <laughs> down I five and then just out the nowhere. Honda. Checkers is like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't see. He's pretty chill. He just like falls asleep on on Allison's lap or my lap, whoever is in the passenger seat. He's totally chill. Wow, yeah, that's good. He's really cool. No cat attacks while you're driving. No, no. none. No. Are you gonna, your- are you driving the Honda? Uh huh. Okay. Oh yeah, taking the fit. Wow. Oh yeah, gonna break it in this summer. Nice. Yeah. nice. Put some miles on it. Dude, nice. The, and the fit's so cool because it's got these, yo, shout out fit, got these magic seats. They call them magic seats. And you, all you do is you lift them up and you put them down. There's no like 
there's nothing hard or difficult about it. You can even fold down the seats completely and make more room in the hatch if you want that or have like lots of room where people's feet would normally go. It's just great. Just add in your tinted windows. You're good. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know yeah, exactly. <laughs> get the leather seats so my seats don't get moldy and uh, we're, we're set. Wait, so you had, there's just no latch on like, when you put down the seat, you don't have to pull a latch. No, you don't have to pull a latch. The latch just like works. I don't know. I don't know. They that's they call a magic seat because it just like you, it works. It's I, magic. Someone it's in that room when they were coming up with ideas was like, I fucking hate latches. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like I hate not utilizing the space in my Honda. <laughs> latches. Get my seats. Who's flat. ever heard of that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Nice. Sounds fun. What's up with you, bro? Um, geez, I don't even know. I mean, I'm just living life. I have had a hard time responding to this in 2020, 2021. It's like, geez, what show am I watching? What new hobby have I found? That was like 2020 when it was like, ooh, yeah, I'm going to get into sourdough breads. I want (laughs) to have a sourdough starter, or maybe I'm going to even make my own kombucha. And now I'm just staring (laughs) the booch. Now I'm just watching paint dry. <laughs> I'm looking Love at that my show. Yep. I'm looking at my plants, looking at the ones that are dying, saying why. I'm looking at the ones that are growing, crying over it like it's a miracle. It is. Plants are pretty alien, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, just living life, wondering what's next. Existential what? crisis. <laughs> 2021. We're all in a what's national next? park, man. One billion acres. <laughs> One big park, man. Why do we even exist? Yeah, seriously, big questions. That's what's we're all going just on with little me. shrubs in Earth's <laughs> national park, man. And one day we're gonna turn into <sighs> dust in the wind. Damn. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, <laughs> what about you, Cosmic Wizard? <laughs> Nothing. I'm I'm starting to change my perspective on these intros. I'm like, are these worthy? Do y'all want these? Let us know in the yeah, comments. Tell us. Tell us. Is this worth it? Because I'm just like, fuck this. Let's just get into the draft. We know we're drafting. Let's draft it. Yeah. Let's draft. Round. You want to draft? Let's draft. <laughs> Is that the sound bit? Yes. No. Round. Yes. That's the sound bit. Oh, we forgot to tell you the order. <laughs> Cosmic Wizard King's Jones and He this felt draft. challenged. Yeah. He was like, Dylan's going. I Dylan's got the going. button. Yeah, I have the button. I have, I have the power. <laughs> Dylan Ultimate <is> power. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Ben. 30-sided dice, and Dylan rolls the, the number 30. He's got the hot hand. He's hot got, hand. He's got the hottest hand. Dustin and I, we rolled off, and wouldn't you know, we tied. Yep. We're, we always have roll-offs. 25. This time, I was like, you know what? Let's not do a roll-off. Let's make a deal. Ooh. We wheeled and deals. Oh, Howie Mandel over cause here. Because it's draft day, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Haven't you ever gone to draft day, and you hear, oh, yeah, my team's got the third-round pick, and then you hear, <laughs> my team traded the third-round pick for the sixth pick in the first, or the third pick in the first round for the sixth pick in the first round and the second in the the 13th pick in the (laughs) second round. You're like, okay, two for one. Let's do that shit. (laughs) Well, not really how this went down. A lot of babbling going on in my end. But if I roll a higher number on the dice in the next show, Dustin will take that that place on the line. So he's kind of taking a little gamble, but it gives me that second pick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dustin is going number three, and Matt is the roundabout. Let's do that again. Round one. Yeah, there we Power go. Power the button. Also, this is the <laughs> uh, the exact same draft order as our National Parks draft. Shout out National Parks draft. Again, yeah. again. What talk, are the odds? Talk about the hot hand. Matt always gets that wraparound, man. I just, that's crazy. He rolled a 20 and was so stoked. He was like, whoa, <laughs> baby, yeah, I got this. 
<laughs> I was like, are you sure you want that to count? Little time passed. We all rolled higher numbers. I want to roll again. Boom. Rolls a two. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Um, the universe. Uh, yo, so I guess I've got the first one. I'm going for Final Fantasy VII. Ooh, there he goes. Nice. Coming in hot because that game, so good, it's getting remade. Um, but not just because of that. We need to actually start from the beginning. In Final Fantasy VII, you get to play as an eco-terrorist. I can't stress oh how crazy that is. You, The game starts with you as the main character, Cloud, with his giant-ass sword, blowing up a major industrial facility in a major city. And Cloud, by the way, is basically the equivalent of a paid mercenary. Wow. He used to be like in some special ops. And these eco-terrorist eco -terrorist group are freedom fighters, depending on what perspective you're looking at. Um, are, they blow up like an industrial energy producing facility. Um, great battle system. It's like renowned for just being fun. Excellent dialogue. You actually get sucked into the characters and they feel real. Similarly, the world feels lived in. Um, it doesn't feel fake by any means and you get a real sense of the wealth gap that exists in the world. So it's pretty interesting. Like there's a top layer of the world where all the rich people are and then underneath this like top layer, all the people live under it. It's it's in in like abject poverty but they seem like you know they're getting on with they're their chill lives. with it yeah they're chill with it <laughs> it's okay it's status quo yeah nothing to see here so people find out that like basically the the um the people who produce energy are actually like destroying the earth so you have to go like try to destroy those people really fun game epic uh you can do some chocobo rearing rear some chocobos um yeah final fantasy kind of heralded uh, ushered in the era of 3D um, Final Fantasy games and, uh, yeah, secured Final Fantasy's future for us all. So yeah. there it is, Final Fantasy Seven. For the yes. NES games, I was going that legacy route, and we were talking about Final <clears throat> Fantasy. So good first pick, kind of thinking about that franchise. Nice callback. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got that franchise power. That franchise, baby. <laughs> all right. It's a value pick. It's value pick. It it's first round. That's first pick. Yeah. <laughs> it's a value first round that pick. That defies the value <laughs> oh definition. I was, I was, yeah. So on, I guess on to Ben. Ben, is it you now? It's me now. I have the second pick and I get what I wanted. I don't care what else I get in this draft. This is the only game I wanted in the whole draft. Metal Gear Solid. This is the greatest game of all time. Period. There isn't a game that's better. Any console. If we do a draft for greatest games of all time, console games, all time, I don't care. Put PC games in there. I don't give a shit. Games. <laughs> this game is fucking fire. Talking about PlayStation being a big boy game, big boy game console, we'll get to that a little bit more later. But this game was big boy game. <laughs> Dylan's talking about Final Fantasy being eco, like basically eco terrorists, right? Yeah. Or so, Freedom Fighters. So in Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> this builds off of a franchise that was established in place, like in uh, NES and or in the NES and SNES. But then it evolved in on the PlayStation. Like you're playing as Solid Snake, who used to be part of Foxhound, like special ops group, and they have this long history that stems from the Nintendo games. And terrorists have taken over a facility in Alaska. And they're controlling the, or they're trying to basically 
launch nuclear warheads from this crazy-ass giant robot they call Metal Gear Rex. And the game is freaking dope. It, it introduces, <laughs> like, the cinematic, like, long-ass cinematic scenes so that when you're playing the game, it feels like you're watching a movie while you're playing this game. And if you play the game relatively quickly and you watch the quick scene, the the cutscenes, the cutscenes ultimately add like an hour and a half to the gameplay. It's a shit ton of was that a that's scenes. like a movie? Was that a three disc game? <laughs> it was a two disc game. Two disc game. Two disc game. But such a good game. I mean, I could sit here and tell you all of the bosses in order. <laughs> that you, I mean, the first guy that you fight is Revolver Ocelot. He's a badass, just marksman with 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 little six shot revolvers. What a name. Dude, Revolver Ocelot, and he stems. <laughs> he you end up seeing his prequel story later in the PlayStation 2's Metal Gear Solid Three. You get to see him when he's young, and he's part of Spetsnaz. Oh, dude, that shit goes. This game, like, you want to talk about legacy games? It's like Final Fantasy was early on started this legacy, and then it kind of takes this pause. In the later Final Fantasy games, people are like, eh, whatever. But Metal Gear steps in and fills that void, and then it just carries on. But I don't need to tell you about future Metal Gear games because <laughs> this one is. So fire. They remade it for the Nintendo. It's sitting right there. It's right over there on top of the Wii. You know, speaking I play of that, that shit. I actually feel a little set up because you had mentioned that you loved a game and pointed in that direction. And then I said, Dylan, what's the name of it? I don't know if you said the right name or if I misheard you. you Maybe you did. I clearly misheard you because I had that on my list. And I had, <laughs> this is also the weird thing. I don't know what, but I was a little kid. I played Hello Demos, and I was happy with them. Like, I did not ask my parents to buy the game. I just replayed the demos a lot. That was a demo that was fire. So you're all right. It was, like, suspenseful. Like, you're creeping around these little corners. You had those people in the white suits. that kind of looked like Inception in, like, the snow level. Dude, exactly. Yeah. Yes, when you're out in the snow. And they'll if you walk too close to them, they'll find your footprints. Yeah. And they'll be like, whose footprints are these? And they'll Holy follow shit. you around. Suspenseful. It's so cool. That's insane. You have, dude, there's a box. Like, you can find a box disguise. And then if you sit in the back of a truck with the box disguise, it's in the with the box disguise on, it'll take you to different sections of the game. Mm-hmm. It like so if you're on disc one, like in the area of disc one, because there are times where you have to go all the way back to the beginning of the game. Like when you first get introduced to Sniper Wolf, right? She basically snipes down your girl. And you're like, no, but you don't have a fucking sniper <laughs> rifle. Of course not. And you just got your P5 like card key. And you're like, shit, I got to go find the <laughs> sniper rifle. And they make you run all the way back to the fucking beginning of the game. All the way Ooh. back there. Now, in that one, they introduce a trank gun so you can find the trank gun a lot sooner. They put it in between. But still... You got to go all the way back, and by the time you get back, they they scooped up your girl, and then you beat, <laughs> and then you beat your girl. You you beat Sniper Wolf, or you think you do. You run to where she is, then they fucking capture you and put you through torture, and then you get tortured. So then it also adds that com- the game also adds complexity, y'all, because <laughs> when you're getting tortured, if you succumb to torture, then your girl dies, and it influences the end of the game and the special item that you get at the end. But if you can withstand if you can fucking tap that button fast enough then you save your girl and then you get the best secret item at the end of the game that's the bandana (laughs) which means if you play again you get unlimited ammo on every gun so dope (laughs) but if you let your girl die then you get stealth so you can walk around all of the non-boss spots invisible see dude i fucking love this game this game is so dope on it i (laughs) it sounds like the like the mechanics influence a lot of games later on but like Really later on. I don't know. Like, there are some mechanics in there, like, pressing on the button rapidly. Yeah. Or, like, sneaking around. I'm thinking, like, that influenced Splinter Cell. Um, it was the first game I played where every button 
actually had a meaningful consequence to it. Mm. Like you used every button on the controllers, all the toggles on top, these these little toggly guys, I guess the little triggers on top, Joysticks, the toggles yeah. on the bottom. Yeah. Like everything had a use and a purpose. You even used the select button to communicate with like your your people through your wow. codex. That's crazy. Like you, the game basically has phone numbers that you have to dial to like call people. Like it, the it's fucking sick. <laughs> it's Dude, such I, a I good game. To... I'm so glad that I that I was able to pick. You're that. like, do you have a GameCube or a Wii? Uh, I have a Wii. Dude, you can borrow it. Can I? Dude, it, yeah. I'll give it a try because yeah, I did. I was so telling good. Ben. I bought like the Metal Gear trilogy. Uh, it was on sale, and I was like, "Yes, I finally get to play this." And I started playing it. I didn't like it, but like you're selling me on it and making me think like I need to give this another try. There's something here. Based on that demo first round, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's real good. When we got suspenseful. When my mom and stepdad got our first PlayStation, they got Metal Gear Solid, Gran Turismo, and then some other racing game. And I remember all the three of us sitting around the TV trying to, like, because when you come in, you come in through a submarine and you're trying to sneak through, um, like, an underground, like, shipping facility, right? There's a couple guards and you have to make your way to the elevator to get up. Mm-hmm. And I remember all of us passing the controller to one another because, like, my mom would try and she'd get caught and then get shot and killed. My stepdad <laughs> would try and all of that shit. And I was just, like, a, a young kid, like, grade school, and I was the first one to get to the elevator. And we were all so stoked. Like, I remember the three of us fucking celebrating, like, yeah. <laughs> and then the elevator's a cutscene, and it gives you the main title, Metal Gear Solid. And I remember very vividly my mom saying, what the hell? That was only to the title? <laughs> that shit was hard. That shit was hard. How are we? We're not going to beat this. And they just instantly gave up on that game. And I was like, I must conquer this game. <laughs> Did you? Oh, fuck yeah, I beat that nice. game. Yes. I, dude, I can speed beat that game in less than two hours, and it's a double disc game. Ooh, Damn. Yeah, I've thought about, I've thought since I got this set up, I was like, I should stream this shit. That's so funny, because I was thinking the whole time you were talking, I'm like, I'm like watching a game. I would watch that on Twitch or something. But without yeah. the video, like you're just describing every part of it. Oh, I could like, I won't bore the listeners, because <laughs> I could sit here and tell you every single segment of that game with stupid detail. I haven't played a game more than that one. Your mind. Anisha has watched me play that game a bunch. Oh, Metal Gear Solid. (laughs) Dylan said Final Fantasy, and I just was like, yeah. (laughs) I got the only one I cared about. Okay, so I'll stop. Dustin, you're up next. (laughs) Thanks for enduring that up. Yeah, Yeah, seriously, I don't even know how to follow that up because that's that's a hard follow. I'm not going to talk about it that long because I have not played it through in two hours recently or anything like that. But. Similar to someone else at this table, I was also into racing games. Sorry, Matt. But oh no, Gran Turismo Two. So the first one, and someone fact checked me if I'm wrong. All my research was saying it was like the top selling, one of the top selling, like in the top five for PlayStation games of all time. Had all the success built off a lot of its competitors, right? Thinking about beforehand with racing games, added like a really realistic feel, a lot more realistic car models, like real life cars out there. Gameplay was great, felt very realistic, more responsive, like driving, like what you want. I mean, you're driving, right? So like Ben and Dylan's stories have stories or their games have stories. That makes sense. We got some eco-terrorists. We got some lots of shit happening on. (laughs) Sorry, I can't recap it. But when you're buying a race car game, it's because you want to like race a car. Like 
So you better make sure that it's a realistic driving features and that the gameplay is good. Gran Turismo 2 built on that first highly successful game and was super critically acclaimed. It shipped about 1.771 million copies um, in Japan and let's see, 20,000 Southeast Asia, 3.96 million North America. It is eventually going to become one of Sony's greatest hits game. Yeah, and I just loved it. I mean, even thinking about like when you're racing and they started kind of giving you a little bit more like speedometers and things on the side and, you know, your position on the racetrack. It was fun when I was looking this stuff up. I was watching a lot of those like, you know, going to YouTube. I like the list online to kind of rejog my memory, but sometimes it's funner to go on YouTube because, hey, you get to actually like see the graphics. You get to see them like showing you some big parts of the game. And some of those old racing car games, whoo, they look bad. Huh. Now, I mean, hey, that was... Brilliant work at the time, but Gran Turismo 2 looks a thousand times better. And I loved racing card games. Those were the ones Ben's talking about playing with his family. That's what my family and I, I could even get like my parents to play and all that kind of stuff. When I was getting a little bit more into like some nerdy games, they stopped. But the race car games was always like a family time. So kind of lives in my heart with some nostalgia. Gran Turismo 2. Dude, Gran Turismo 2. I remember, so uh, I didn't get them very often because they were too expensive, but every now and then as a treat or like for my birthday, I would get a gaming magazine yeah. and I loved gaming magazines. Dude, they were so good. They were so good. And so good. I would beg my mom for them, but like, again, you, it was a treat. And I remember this one article. I can't remember the name of these magazines anymore. It makes me sad. But this one article that was like, Oh my God, Gran Turismo 2 so realistic. <laughs> yes, in all caps. Yeah, it was amazing. And they even had a comic about how good it looked. And it, yeah, I mean, that game did play and look good. It still looks good, honestly. Mm -hmm. I mean, is it, you know, a little like poly polygonal now? Sure. But yeah. like, it's it's great. It's still a great game. Well, and it sets the stage. I mean, like, think about how big like, like a lot of like the Forza games are nowadays. Yes. Like Gran Turismo True. was like, that back in the day it was a sick ass game yeah just like you could play in all the different cars and actually like doesn't it develop the you have the ability to get out of your car <laughs> like for the first time like you can actually step out of the car and that's like predates like uh, yeah. gta <laughs> like you can do that in that game yeah that that's opened crazy. up a world yeah for gamers are like wait a minute you're not just you're not just stuck in the car yeah i think they had like over 100 sport cars too which it's kind of funny because I'm not really a car person, so it's funny that my first pick is a car game. But I understand the appeal of having so many vehicles. When you mentioned the Forza, what makes me think about, like, do you did you ever, like, when you bought consoles, have, like, the game packs, like, where it was a console and, like, two games yeah. or something? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember, I think, for, I think maybe it was the Xbox. Maybe it was the Xbox 360, but, like, Forza was one of the games. For me, I always just felt like racing is a fun like family or communal type game because I mean, it's kind of for everyone. People love to race. Like once you, you start lost those games, in it. Yeah. 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 You want to win. Plus like, <laughs> wasn't it always super cool. Like you had the one friend who actually had like the legit racing controller set up. Yeah. Like they, they had the steering wheel and the pedals. <laughs> yeah. Like you didn't have that, but you knew somebody who did. And you're like, man, you're like, dang, grand trains would be so much better if I had the steering wheel. <laughs> Shit was dope. Right? Yes. It wasn't better. It was better with the controller. It seemed but better. But it seemed better. The marketing. That was just you as a kid thinking that, but it yep, really exactly. wasn't better. Yeah. I knew people who had it and didn't use it because it wasn't 
what you thought it was going to be. It was like, oh man, your man, I were ninety four club. <laughs> like, look at that steering wheel. Steering and now you sit <laughs> now, and now you might look back at it and look at that equipment and look at the game and be like, oh yeah, it's no wonder that kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but back then it was just like. <gasps> Oh, well, also like, <laughs> back then it's like your choices were either you're sitting on the ground and like you know you had the pedals kind of like in front of you yeah. or you had to go find like a big box or something to or, put yeah. the wheel on or like the yeah. wheels on your your fucking lap yeah exactly like a, like a fool <laughs> it never worked yeah it, yes. i had that for the playstation 2 it never worked like you wanted it to work so the play yeah. the playstation was the first console where i realized like oh not all systems are created equal mm-hmm. in yeah. the sense of like if you can't afford the controller with the with the vibrating like feature in it, you can get the controller without the joysticks and without that feature. They were like twenty dollars cheaper. But I remember going to people's houses and they didn't have those controllers, and I would like judge them. I'd be like, <laughs> "You can't feel the yes. rumble. You don't got the shock controller when you're getting tortured in Metal, Metal Gear. Gear you don't feel it rumble when you're getting tortured. Yeah. Changes yeah. the, the game. Comes across. Changes the game. It does." I bet you it does. It does. When you're holding the controller Metal and it goes, Gear Metal Gear Solid, your controller does rumble. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Crazy. Boom. Gran Turismo 2. Yep. Boom. Great pick. Did you say something about how many copies? It sold 9.37 million copies. No. Well, I just read off the different places. It was the third best-selling game on for the PlayStation. That's mm. wild. Yeah. Because I remember the first one was also really high on the charts. It was number it was like one. Number one, yeah. But, but think then, about that, like those two games. Yeah, that's wild. Number one and number three, that's like LeBron James and Anthony Davis yeah. last year. No wonder the Lakers won. <laughs> well, it's also just like wild thinking about like it's not necessarily where. Dude, I've got number two. Sorry, <laughs> I've got no no fucking shit. I got number two. I didn't even know that. I have something to pitch at the end. Dude, ten million units sold. That's crazy for <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. Okay, I'm I'm sorry, I butted in. It's all good. Well, we should be moving on anyway. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you're up next. All right. Well, with my last pick in the first round, I'm gonna go with one that is near and dear to my heart for several reasons, and that is Tony Hawk Pro Skater oh, Two. Yeah, that's that was my next one. I was go. Like, one of my favorite games of all time. Yes. I can distinctly remember memories in my head of me sitting in front of the TV playing this game and listening to the badass soundtrack that's on it, playing skate, collecting yep. all the letters in the game because they had games within yes. the games, collecting cash prizes. You could do basically like the skate version of horse. And then the my, my favorite one was collecting the letters to fill out the word skate. And I remember distinctly, there's one part in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 where you're in an airplane hangar and there's a, you have to like, Get to a certain point where you've collected, I think it's like S, K, and A, and then you got to crash through the windows and you land on the helicopter blades and you got to like do ollies and grinds on the <laughs> helicopter blades to collect the last few letters. Wait, yes. was that in one or two? That was in two. Was it? Yeah, the hell, like the hangar and like helicopter. That's definitely in two. Was Roswell in one or two? That was in one. That was in one. Dude, Roswell was so that sick. was dope. Was Especially so when you um, unlock uh, Commander Jane. What was her name? You know what I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about. And yeah, the, the, the commander character. Uh, but anyway, PlayStation. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 was like it's such a good game. It's one of the yes. best selling like action sports games of all time. Yep. It sold two million units just in the United States. Like the soundtrack was off the chain. Right? You had Papa Roach, you had like 
uh, Rage Against the Machine. You had Public Enemy. You had everything in that soundtrack. And I just remember just like doing a bunch of like nose grinds and ollies and stuff. <laughs> Listen to like Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine in that game. So Dude, good. Think that- about how many kids grew up listening to that and learned <sighs> to hate the government. Right? <laughs> yeah. It was all like anti-establishment. I remember the, the go-to you play is Bob Burnquist. <laughs> and you're just grinding. You're just grinding throughout that game. Oh, I love that game so much. It, it has such distinct memories for me. And I remember playing that both on the PlayStation and the Game Boy Advance. I remember you had like the little cartridges oh, you could play on that too. So it wasn't as good as as on the PlayStation, but nevertheless, it was still so good. And Dude, I like I just I love that game so. I much. was really hoping I could like wait. I was like I had both of those first two, and I was like. Man, I got Matt right behind me because I was like, I know he's gonna take one of these that I want. Well, and, and like when it one. when it comes out, so it comes out in two thousand, and this is like the heyday of like people catching on to like the X Games and like mm-hmm. skateboarding, oh, yeah. BMX, like motocross. Like this is where it's starting to bubble it had its up. Moment. Who here owned huge. a skateboard? I did. I, I wasn't did. good at skateboard. it. Though, yeah. I had a I, I had Goku on my skateboard. Hell yeah! Then <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a real skateboard. I didn't. I didn't. But I knew how to ollie. That was enough. My friends brought me to a skate park, and I was like, nah, I'm bringing my scooter, (laughs) y'all. I'm not skateboarding. I was like too much of a scaredy cat slash uncoordinated. There's something about like facing sideways. I was like, no, I'm good. I got my scooter. (laughs) And I was just go to the top of the ramp. I forget where that skate park is in our area. I just ride down. All these skateboarders were always pissed with me. They're like, move out of the way. I was like, I'm sorry. You don't own this place. <laughs> yeah, this was like, this is back in the, this is like pre like sponsored skaters. Like Tony yeah. Hawk is like a, definitely a trendsetter. This is early X-Men, X-Gen, X-Game days. Um, such a good game. Like you could play that till the, today and it, you're just gonna have such a good time. One of the best soundtracks, obviously, but yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Nice. Mm-hmm. Rad pick. pick. Well, that'll wrap up the first round, which means we're gonna take a load off. We're going to go chill, yes. go sit in the lounge. Was good, baby. So today, I thought it might be interesting to do a little roundtable on PlayStation as big boy or big person game console. Like, as in the one of the first game consoles that just feels like an adult game console. Yeah. Game console for adults. So right? do, you, do you have like a prompt question? So what about the PlayStation feels more adult than other game consoles and why? Torture and eco-terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Torture and Boom. eco-terrorists. <laughs> the go. content of the games. Yeah. Ain't never seen no Super <laughs> Nintendo. Ain't never heard. Ugh, so many things. Yeah. So many things. Okay, hold on. So, when you were playing Super Nintendo and like people had dialogue, didn't it just drive you crazy that you didn't hear someone speaking that? Yes. Mm-hmm. You had to read it. Mm-hmm. PlayStation, it wasn't like that. No. The characters were three dimensional and they had voices. Dude, they're talking. And they talked. When you run into Laura uh, Croft's butler, he makes a sound. Yeah. He's annoyed that you ran into him. It's crazy. When every game has some kind of sound, and when you have characters who make sounds, it makes it just feel that much more immersive. Oh, yeah. So when you have games with like adult content, like mature-rated games, 
Yeah. Dude, okay, so who gives a shit what they say? Like, I'm not reading the... When you're playing Super Nintendo, you're just clicking the button and clicking through the dialogue. <laughs> but when you're watching the cutscenes, I'm just going to go back to Metal Gear Solid, and Meryl's like, ooh, Snake, make love to me. And you're a little grade schooler, and you're like, what? Oh, shit. What's about to happen? She's in her... She's got a tank top on now. What? Oh I'm just saying... Yeah. That was a very formative experience. Dude, and that shit happens in Final Fantasy VII as well. It's like heavily implied. Oh my God. If not, like, straight up happens that Cloud and Tifa hook the fuck up. (laughs) Dude, like, all all the female characters have just, like, super big chests. Yes. Dude, Tomb Raider. Like, yeah. 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 Out of this world. In a white shirt. (laughs) Without, like, celebrating the male gaze, like, yes, that is, like, it's definitely very adult, right? My child eyes were like, holy shit. Some formative boyhood experiences, yeah. <laughs> I guess, shared at this table. <laughs> right. Um, oh and, and, you know, play, like the makers of those games definitely improved their craft over the time. Like Laura Croft uh, in the first Tomb Raider, very, you know, hexagonal. <laughs> and the second hexagonal. one... More rounded out. Right? I did not see this round table going here, but no, hey, we're here. I'm not trying to hey, celebrate the male gaze. Remember what he talked about with Link and Zelda. Oh, yeah. The implication. Right. The implication. And here it was more explicit. Yeah. And again, I don't want to celebrate the male gaze, but that's a fucking fact. Like, that is what True. happened on the PlayStation, and that makes it more adult. True. Like, factually. It definitely um, makes Other it adult themes, like just humor. Gex, Enter the Gecko. Um, classic game, not on lists that I found for some reason. Um, maybe it didn't age well. I don't know. But I remember thinking like, oh, this game's like more grown up because the, the main character is making like quippy humor, um, referencing pop culture. So, like his girlfriend is really sultry. Uh, he's kind of lazy. He starts off drinking beer. He's got to go be a hero. Um, yeah, like... It's just a very adult game. Like it's the characters crazy. themselves are getting much more adult. Yeah. yeah. They're not kids, right? Link is probably a teenager, right? I mean, let's be real. He's probably like 17, 18. Uh, but like Gex is a grown-ass man drinking beer, watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> grown-ass lizard, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, I'm not the biggest like game knowledgeable person here, but I know that some of the games I played kind of matched up with pop culture. Like, there was that Jurassic Park game I always played. I mean, you had dinosaurs eating people, but hey, it's like everyone was playing it, and it was just like kind of this alignment of what's going on in pop culture with the video game world where, I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe NES and SNES did that, but I guess thinking about like video game franchises, like Link, Mario, there might be some implications, but it feels a little bit more kid-like. They're animated characters trying to save... A princess, Princess Peach, or, you know, Zelda, something like that. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you had dinos eating people, torture, more like <laughs> movies like that were marketed for older people now being put into video games that are marketed for little older kids. So, yeah. Well, definitely. don't you love also like the PlayStation where it was just such a like a simple console. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was just pure simplicity. It's not flashy. It was a gray box. Yeah. <laughs> it was so simple. And the controller was so well designed that it was just again simplicity in action it was not marketed as like something that had a lot of color or a lot of live vibrancy like the gamecube did or anything like that it was just simplicity in action oh, and that I mean, definitely has an appeal to a little bit of a little bit more older audience which is funny because like i got mine when i was like 12 but yeah you know <laughs> it's got that mass appeal i mean think about the name home entertainment system 
right? Yeah. PlayStation, home entertainment system, right? They are looking to entertain you, and they do. They absolutely do. And I think even, like, the games have that mass appeal, too, like, uh, and, and that elegance, almost. Like, Gran Turismo, that feels like a game that a kid could play, or, like, I don't know, uh, a multimillionaire who enjoys watching Top Gear and collects fancy cars. <laughs> yes, and, Gran Turismo. Yeah, uh, and yes. wants to sit down and play their Gran, Gran Turismo on PlayStation. It really yeah. feels like that. Yeah, I mean, my like dad always played a bunch of PlayStation games like with us. It was definitely like entertaining for a bunch of people, for sure. It had that reset button too. Also, oh, yeah. uh, one thing that was a, I guess it's kind of like a positive and a negative though. It was like all the games came in cases that were exactly the same size and shape as CDs. Yes. Like so, you, if you like a quick glance, like. Did I put the CD in the video game case or is the game in the CD case? They <laughs> mm-hmm. both look identical and they would break all the time because they made them out of like that super brittle plastic. Oh, yeah. I hated that because, you know, you had several games where like the front, like the front face of the game, like case broke off all the time. Because oh, it's like, yeah. what are you making this out of? It's like the most <laughs> brittle thing. Yep. Yeah, you open it the wrong way, it like just snaps apart. <laughs> yeah, so you got half of a game case where like this the the disc actually sits in it. But that was it. Or how about memory cards? That's kind of a big <laughs> oh, yeah, thing yeah. too. The OG yeah. like another equity mm-hmm. thing yeah. because it was like you had to pay extra for a memory card, and they had they sold small ass memory cards. Yeah. Yep. And then big ass memory cards, and it's like oh I want a big one, but the big one was really expensive. Mm-hmm. So then, like you'd end up with a bunch of fucking. 2.5. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely for like the average, the, the working Joe, right? The, the memory card. Oh, so uh, wasn't the, 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 the wire that connected the controller to the console. It was always got so ratty and destroyed. And it reminded me so much of like my parents, like cord phone that was in the kitchen. <laughs> like that cord would just get destroyed. Yes. It was never the same after you unboxed it. Never the same. Love the PlayStation. Yep. Good memories. Right on. Right on. Well, let's get into the second round. Round two. Matt, you got the first pick in the second round. Let's yeah. So I can go a, di- a couple different ways here. Um, decisions, decisions. I'm going to go with one that was fun to play when I was a kid, and that is going to be Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Holy shit. I was going to make a joke about you picking that, but you actually like picked it. So yeah. You're I, a wizard, hey? Uh, <laughs> also, fun fact, like that was supposed to be the original title of the book. It was supposed to be Philosopher's Stone and got changed to mm-hmm. Sorcerer's Stone. Well, it is. Like that's the title of it overseas. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but they changed it for like the US version. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. Yep. But that's like a really fun yeah. game. It's actually like, <laughs> everybody's right. Uh, that's a fun game to play through. It just has like, it's just fun. You go level to level, you go through Hogwarts. Oh my god, dude. Um, I'm gonna shit on you. I'm shitting on you so tough. <laughs> Movie games based on movies and books are notorious for being fucking trash. <laughs> like hot garbage trash. How young were you playing this? Uh I would have been let's see, it comes out in oh one, so I would have been seven. At the and time. that's why that's you why think I it's like a good it. game. I think fondly upon dude, it. Dude, you should have waited till yeah. the fourth round for that one. It little would have been a little more reasonable. That game is a hot dumpster fire. See, of I enjoy doo-doo. playing it because I think fondly because I was so young. These that's ones crazy. are so funny because we literally just had a round table about big person console. Yeah. And yes, like some of these games when they came out, Matt and I were like six yeah. to eight years old. I like. know. I'm thinking like, okay, there are some kid games because my my brother is the same age as you, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking of mm-hmm. games that he, that he would have played too. 
But holy shit, Harry Potter. <laughs> Hell no. That's funny. It was a fun Ooh, game. This is like the Grinch. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? Fun game. Dude, but it's Hannah, so if you vote for that, back. what are you doing? Like, this is an obvious, like, no. <laughs> it was the oh sixth highest selling game, though, on the PlayStation. Yeah, it was so. fun. But think of... Yeah, but that's because <laughs> Harry Potter is so big as like a global thing. It's not because the game was great. That's fair. Agree to That's disagree. Agree. Like <laughs> it's not like that shit was getting ran off the shelves at the blockbuster. I enjoyed playing through all the levels, going through Hogwarts, and you collect all the coins, collect all the beans. It was a fun game for when I was a child. I enjoyed the story because again, I was reading the books at the exact same time, and it's fun to see that in action. I forgot you did collect the beans. Yeah, you do collect the beans. Yeah. I feel like I played the later one on the GameCube that was for the Chamber of Secrets, which what? I liked a little bit more, but maybe I didn't. I okay. feel like I played one of them later. I played Lego Harry Potter. Actually, no, I didn't. Anisha did. I didn't Man, Lego those Harry Lego Potter's ones. Yeah. I know. I Lego should Star give Wars it, was fire. I know. I should give I'm it a waiting chance. Waiting on the like, Skywalker saga to come out because I want to get that. Dude, I heard that the Marvel one was really good. Mm. Need to mm. check that out. Anyways, okay, sorry. Digress. I was <laughs> interrupting <laughs> you. Oh, no. I mean... Matt, are you done talking about your I pick? I am done, because well, clearly it's pick. not getting any love. So. I support you, Matt, even Thank though you. I was going to make a joke about it earlier. Appreciate it. Hey, you should make that joke. Well, it was just about, <laughs> like, wait, before he picked Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I was like, I bet you're going to make uh, pick uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. But I enjoyed that, it. That was his yes. second pick. Yeah, see, so that's, <laughs> that's, that's Matt's go-to. Well, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it. So screw you. I yeah. support you. Generic chips. Well, I enjoy them came over today with food and he's like generic chips <laughs> i was like oh shit they were good though i wasn't hating on him i was like damn he got them and they're good they they're were better good. than yeah. toast they were a good batch yeah you're number yep. one pick wow that's you're calling back bold you're trashing bold. on your own bold. stuff yeah it's uh, funny it's okay i'll self Man. i'll trash myself destiny is your pick okay so i'm also gonna go with a game that i loved as a kid and i remind you all i was a kid when PlayStation 1 was in my formative days. I can't remember what age I bought the GameCube, and then like that took over. And it was like, Nintendo 64, PlayStation 1 are now in the corner. I'll replay them when I want to, but GameCube is now supreme. But this game, talking about bonding over the family, this game sucked hours. Hours of my time. And this is a game that I replayed multiple times. It was effing bomb. I loved the franchise as a kid, and this was the best one. Crash Bandicoot. The third one. Yes. Time warped. It was yes. so good. Thank you. Ah. Thank you. Yes. That, I was I was gonna I was waiting for people to pick Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And if that wasn't the first one to like don't even take another one. It's the best don't one. Don't even fucking take another one. Yeah, it is so by far good. the best one. That was a good game. Okay. So this game not only like let's just talk about video games for a second. Who came up with this stuff about like if you jump on someone, they disappear or blow up? That's hilarious. Crash Bandicoot spinning, also hilarious. You had these fun, uh, you know, game modes, levels, holes that you're falling into, interactive stuff. You're breaking boxes. Here's a quick question for you all. Were those peaches or apples that you're collecting? I thought they were like apples. That was a big family, big family debate. I can never really uh, understand. Aren't they peaches? I, yeah, I couldn't differentiate. I thought, I thought they, they were, were apples. peaches. And then I, I can't remember which side I was on, but my cousins were adamant on the other side, and it was like a big argument. They're colored like peaches, but shaped like apples. Yeah, it was They're confusing. They're apples. But... Pe not only did you go through, like, this game had so much where you're going, like, through normally, like, the first two, where you're, like, going around, spinning, and having different bosses come up, but you had a time where you were on a jet ski, 
There was a time where you're riding a oh. little tiger jumping over. It was on the Great Wall of China. Maybe not politically correct for 2021, but that stuff was so much fun. You were in a spaceship at one time in the fourth level against the fourth boss. Ooh, that was bomb. <laughs> uh, it was such a good game. They have It's like the perfect setup, too, for like imagination where you're bouncing around. You had the little time warp pads. There was five levels specifically, and then I think you went to each level and like zoomed off there. So you could kind of do it. You can pick and choose. Like you didn't have to go through in order. Brilliant. Brilliant. That game was so much fun. Dude, plus Crash Bandicoot is like the Mario for PlayStation. Uh-huh. I mean, what uh I, I it's kind of uh, I don't how did PlayStation lose Crash as like their I don't know, mascot because I don't know. What a glorious mascot. The bosses were so good too. They were so much fun. I loved that game a lot. And you would build up those lives. And then I remember handing off the controller to family members that sucked and you'd watch all your lives <laughs> disappear. And you're like, what are you doing? Right. You had no clue how much time I took to build that up. Oh man, those good times. Yeah. In the whole crash series, like my family was a big fan. I wanted to pick that first, but I was gambling. I was a little bit of like, that's my number one. But I was like, I don't know if I can get Gran Turismo past Matt. It's true. I think he would have been gone. I so would have taken like, it. Yeah, yeah I was like, sure. ah, okay, I got to gotta wait. Whew, I can oh. breathe easy now. You can breathe easy. That was my all-time PlayStation game. Nice. Whew, okay. Oh, by the way, it's a Wumpa fruit, which is a combination of an apple and a <laughs> mango. It's fiction. Wumpa oh, mango. Apparently, it does okay. taste more like an apple, though according to the creators of it. Okay. Okay. People have never had it. <laughs> yeah. This fictional hey, They're fruit. gods. They created it. They probably got tired of answering the same question, so they just made shit up on the spot. They're like, the okay, yeah. um, in the, so in your series, what are there apples or peaches? I hate these It's fans. a Wumpa fruit. I hate these fans. <laughs> What's a Wumpa? It's a, what it's does a, it taste like, sir? An apple. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> Maybe he was just being a smartass. Yeah. What is I, it? It's a Wumpa. <laughs> What's a Wumpa? It's an apple and a mango. <laughs> uh, sorry, video game players. I definitely cast you almost like the Simpsons nerds. Like you were comic book nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Whose yes, pick is it? Is it Ben's? My turn. All right. Yes. I'm just getting everything I wanted. I'm get. I'm going with Resident Evil. Too. Nice. Yes. Nice, nice, nice. Survival horror. And it's so much better than the first one. The second one is what sets it off. Yeah. Oh man, so much extra, so much time spent playing that game too. <laughs> oh man, you're a police officer with the Raccoon City Police Department. The Raccoon City first, pops off. Your first day on the job, it's cracking off. It's infested by zombies. <laughs> like what? And you meet up with Claire Redfield. What? And Claire's looking for her brother, who's Chris Redfield. What? And he's from the first game. What? All these tie-ins. <laughs> And you're navigating through the police department for all this time. And this game was interesting because this is pretty, like, graphics for the time, fire. But the camera angles were what got you because, like Dylan said, it's a suspense game, suspense horror. You don't know what's going to pop out. You don't know what's going to pop out. And when you go through a door, it's a fixed camera. It doesn't track with you. So you might go through a door and then you come out and you hear stuff, mm-hmm. but you can't see it in the frame. And you're like, oh, shit. And you got your gun. You might stand there for, like, five minutes like... This must be a hallway. This must be a hallway because you haven't found the map yet. So then you're walking down and then there'll be like a little cutscene, some alien thing, a liquor will come down and try and eat you. You're like, what? Oh my God. (laughs) Man, that game was great. And there's lots of puzzles in it. So again, we're talking about, this is another adult game, another grown up game, Mm -hmm. not for kids. Why was I playing this? I don't know, mom. 
Thanks. <laughs> I didn't get to play that till later. But I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I remember being in grade school and my little brother was terrified of it. And I was oh, just I like, bet. I was like, yes. <laughs> let's, let's go play Resident Evil, Aaron. Let's go. But talk about longevity with games, just like Metal Gear. That shit's still going. Yeah, it is. They still make Metal Gear. They still make Resident Evils, and they're still the f- And they have a film franchise now, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's been around for a while, actually. But yeah. they, they remade the Resident Evil 2, so check that out if you're interested. It's it's good. And it was it, pretty good, yeah. Yeah, for the old one, it was just, it was that extra bit of suspense, too. If you went through any room, you got like a door graphic, and it would be like opening the door and going through it. Whereas now you don't have that. You just get to walk seamlessly through rooms. Dude, but there's but what's so going to be? Tension. True. And the zombies can follow you through the rooms. It's like, oh, Dude, no. Crazy. Yeah, that would have scared the hell out of me when I was little. I it never did scare the it. hell out of me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, su- it's such a strategy game, too, because if you have it on a harder difficulty, then there's less ammunition. There's mm. less ink ribbon, so you can't save. Because, again, you need an item. You need to find an item in order to save. And later on, it's not like you're in the police station the whole time. Spoiler alert. You go into some <laughs> underground biology facilities. Ooh-wee. Damn, that game was good. It's interesting looking up some of those videos and all that stuff, like by a little bit more serious gamers. Definitely that one got a lot of like critical acclaim. Like, definitely that one kept coming up. It's so good. Yeah. it. Metal Gear, Resident Evil 2. I think every game that I'm trying to pick are games that I owned. Mm-hmm. That like, makes sense. Yeah. All right. Dylan, you're up, bud. Okay. I'm going with my next pick will be Tekken 3. Ooh, nice. Dude, you, I had to bring a fighting game into this. And Tekken 3 is super important because it's considered one of the greatest video games of all time. Not just on the PlayStation, but of all time. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what else do I have to say? Other than, like, it makes some improvements on the predecessor in that you can, like, your character can sidestep and, like, step off the screen. It increases, like, the 3D mobility of your character, which is kind of huge. And what's better than just beating the ever-loving shit out of another person in a video game? Like, I can't do it in real life. I refuse to do it in real life. So I've got to take that. I I have the ability to, but I refuse. I also lack the ability to do it. What is pacifist favorite <laughs> hobby? Violent video games. Violent video games. I love it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Tekken 3. It's got some iconic characters as well. Um, you've got you've got Yoshimitsu and Eddie Gordo. Um, there's 23 characters. There's multiplayer battle. There's even mini games that you can play. It's Dang. just a fantastic game. The, the graphics are great. And the franchise, obviously, kept going. Uh, Tekken 3 even got turned into an arcade game as well. So, hugely popular game, great fighter, um, a fantastic rival to Mortal Kombat, especially since it's considered one of the greatest games of all time. So, great uh, add to my roster, Tekken 3. Nice. He's taking it in the second (laughs) round. Definitely a big boy game. Definitely a big boy game. (laughs) Very nice pick, sir. Which means it's halftime that wraps up the second round. And I'm going to take this one. It's time for some Cosmic Connections. We're connecting to some of those good old titles from the past. And they're still relevant today. I think everything that we've talked about is still 
still comes up in some capacity. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 just they're, got remastered. They're making it, yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 2 has been remastered. Metal Gear Solid has been remastered. Gran Turismo 2 hasn't been remastered, but they always make brand new Gran Turismos with new PlayStations. And with the launch of the PlayStation 5, there's going to be another Gran Turismo coming out soon. I don't know if they make Tekkens anymore, but Final Fantasy is still in the work and a remake of 7 coming soon. These games getting remade because they're important. People want to keep playing them. They want to keep reliving those experiences. And those franchises keep carrying on, but they don't just carry on in game form. Matt mentioned it earlier. They carry on in film form. Mm-hmm. How many of y'all watched the Resident Evil movies? I have. I actually, it's kind of like a guilty pleasure. Like, they're kind of bad. They're also kind of good. <laughs> the acting's pretty stiff, but. Mila Jovovich a, is amazing. It's a fun, she kicks ass. Yeah. Like, it's a fun franchise. And, like, the whole, uh, their version of, like, Weapon X is, you know, it's kind of, eh, it's <laughs> all right, but I don't know. It's fun. It's a fun watch. But that first one was so oh, good. Oh, well, that was damn good. Damn good. Didn't follow the game at all. Nope. But it was good. The rise of the video game movie that didn't follow the storyline. Very prevalent. Did so. Harry did Harry Potter <laughs> follow the storyline? Of of like Philosopher's Stone compared to like Sorcerer's Stone? Yeah, like did the game follow the movie or the book? Loosely. Loosely. There's some differences in it, but Majority of it, like the whole like Harry learning to be a wizard, and then it kind of tracks his trajectory through Hogwarts in his first year, ends up having to fight Voldemort in the end. Similar, okay. yeah. Okay, very similar oh. then. Yeah, PlayStation. It just keeps on growing. It just keeps on moving. It was the first like big boy system. Microsoft tried to get into that market. Microsoft's in the market. They compete, but PlayStation. They're on the fifth PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much do those things resell for? Redunculous. Dude, they're crazy. Well, and Microsoft has an identity crisis, too. PlayStation never had an identity crisis. They've always known their identity, right? And, and it's for the big boy or the big person, you know? So I need to talk to them. I need them <laughs> to solve my existential crisis from earlier. <laughs> How do you find yourself? Anyways. Because, like, the problem with, like, Xbox and Microsoft in general is that they got too many hands and too many cookie jars. They're trying to do too much. Right, they had something going with Halo, but even then they kind of got off the rails because they just like kept milking that. It's like, no, just make it better. Like, you keep wanting to reinvent the wheel, don't do it. Just stick with what you know. Yeah, <laughs> stick with what you know. Facts by Matt. Do you feel like which one do you think your kids play more, Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. I'd say PlayStation, but I I feel like they play more like sports games. Interestingly enough, like sports games weren't very big when I was a kid, but I feel like they like 2K is huge. Oh, That's yeah. all they play is like 2K. Yeah. 2K is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I see a lot of kids just like a lot. Most, I feel like most gamers are probably casual gamers. And so yeah. they're going to go with the Xbox. I think if you're a little bit more hardcore, you're going to go with the PlayStation. I'm you. I'm bullshitting right now. I have no statistics. <laughs> hey, it sounds good. It sounds good. Yeah. Um, I don't know because PlayStation has the story-driven uh, first-party games, and for those who don't know, first-party means that like they are going to make that game for one console, right? And Microsoft, they're trying to catch up now because they realize like, oh shit, we don't have first-party. Oh, what what's the uh, what's the franchise in PlayStation now? It. Uh, is it Uncharted? No, it's not Uncharted. What? It's what's the one with Nathan- Nathaniel Drake? Uncharted. It is Uncharted. That's what I thought. Yeah. But they're making into a movie with Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah. Man, 
And those Sony games mm-hmm. getting made into movies. Dude, yeah. and HBO's going to make a Last of Us uh, miniseries. Dude, that's going to be crazy. HBO's making a Last of Us miniseries. It'll be probably pretty good then. I'm going to say it one more time. HBO's making a Last <laughs> of Us miniseries. That's fucking crazy. Okay. No, you're good. The PlayStation did every like the first PlayStation introduced so much like adult ti- adult themed entitled games, right? Like realistic, almost like simulator type racing games. A lot games. of gore too. Yeah. yeah, a lot of gore. They also had good kid games, right? The whole Crash mm-hmm. Bandicoot series. Other kid. I don't want to say other other series because I don't want them to get picked up. You never mm-hmm. know what's coming up in the draft. But still, and they carry on today. Um, I think that's just the biggest takeaway from Sony. They're kings, man. You can't take Sony off the off the throne. Microsoft can try, but Sony does it too well. And they're both in Nintendo too. Both of them in Japan. Japanese, they know how to make good games. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. They really do. That's the other one a lot of my kids have is Switch. I can't tell you how many mm-hmm. kids play Animal Crossing. Holy Every shit. Kid loves a Switch. Yeah. Man, whatever happened? They need to make Viva Pinata again. <laughs> Those games were great. Cool beans. Well, that's the end of the third round as I navigate to the board. Let's do a quick recap. Dylan, you want to do a recap? You want me to? Uh, I'll do the recap. We have, uh, well, I have Final Fantasy VII and Tekken Three. Ben has Metal Gear Solid and Resident Evil 2. Dustin has Gran Turismo 2 and Crash Bandicoot 3. Matt, Matt there's a lot of numbers going around right now. Matt has <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. There we go. Round three. Dylan. Okay, I've been thinking hard about this pick. Go for it. And it's definitely Tomb Raider 2. Tomb Raider 2. It's the best Tomb Raider on the PlayStation. Um, It supersedes Tomb Raider 1 because Tomb Raider 1 was like, it's pretty rough when you look at it now. Um, Although, I mean, initially it was really cool. I remember this demo I got of it where (laughs) you like your Laura. The demos were great. You get the demos in the cereal box. Yes. And, And that's how they hook you. But Laura was like in a cave and like when she lands on the ground, when she rolls, she does a, uh, like, you know, like, (laughs) or like you hear the echo of the cave and uh, the echo of the gun as you shoot in the cave. It was crazy. Tomb Raider 2 just like ups the ante in that. They up the sequences. Um, They introduce more weapons, more uh, vehicles for Laura to um, pilot, right? (laughs) She's got a fucking snowmobile in this game. She's got grenade launchers. She's got a harpoon gun in this game. A harpoon gun, y'all. <laughs> a harpoon gun. Laura Croft, badass, going on an adventure. Um, yeah, and <laughs> the object of the game, unchanged still, right? They remain consistent like Matt's talking about, right? You don't try to reinvent the wheel. You just make it slightly better. Each level has got to be finished by reaching the exit, you know? And this time, they introduce this cool feature that's, like, mind-blowing at the time. Mind-blowing. You could save at any time. Any time. Which, wow. you know, I know we take that for granted now, but back in the day, it was like, well, sometimes you have to reach a save point. You yeah. know what other yeah. game you could do that? <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. Yes, you could. Nice. <laughs> you could do it in Metal Gear Solid. You could do it in Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going with Tomb Raider 2. Laura Croft, another icon of Sony PlayStation Although I think, I well, yeah, Tomb Raider has been adopted now into like a multi-platform series. It's a little bit different now. But like, man, talk about a herald. And also like for lots of young people, 
who found Laura Croft attractive kind of in their formative years, <laughs> right? Uh, important in multiple aspects. Great adventure game. Uh, value pick in the third round. Tomb Raider 2. Is See, that, that's <laughs> when you can use that phrase. Value pick. I'm third use round. Yeah. Any time. Go. I'm going to use it any time. Oh, my gosh. First pick, first round, value pick. <laughs> was, that, was that the upgrade that you were talking about earlier with the original hexagonal boobies? <laughs> <laughs> they rounded out. Uh, they were... <laughs> The implication. <laughs> yes. Sweet. My pick, third pick. Now I'm realizing, damn it, there are way too many good PlayStation 1 games. There's 7,900 of them. There's way too many good ones. Um, Metal Gear Solid. Tactical espionage spy game, but also challenging and violent. Resident Evil horror. Also adult. I need a kid's game. Spyro Year of the Dragon. No! All right. You can't have Crash 3 and Spyro Year of the Dragon. Like, they're almost... If, if this was an Academy Award category, uh, they would go against each other. I know, but... You don't want gosh. both of them. I did you a favor. You're welcome. But that game is fucking fire. Yeah, I love Spyro. That one is so fire. It's the best uh, one of all of them. Just like Crash being... Just like Time Warp being the best, Year of the Dragon, Spyro is the best. You get to collect the dragon eggs and go through the portals like oh man because spyro is year of the dragon that was the first one or no that was the third one third one yeah so like playstation kid games they hit their stride in the third game their storytelling their Mm -hmm. gameplay i was always more of a spyro fan than a crash fan just because of the character mechanics since spyro was like a four pod figure the way he interacted with the space was a lot more controllable than crash who felt like he was almost wobbly and out of control at times Uh you didn't get that with spiral and spiral also had the feature where like you jumped up and you could sail with his wings like dude yes that game is sick so i'll keep it short simple again the game was remade because it's freaking great great game spyro year of the dragon boom dustin you're up boss man this is like what happens sometimes though, is you get so like, I know my next pick, I'm almost there. And then you get thrown off a little bit. I'm so confident. My last, (sighs) my last pick won't get picked. Yeah. Yep. Well now I'm like this next pick. It's so funny because some of my memories were like, once again, when they were young, it was like, Oh man, I remember that game was like wild and kind of like really interesting. And you know, kind of like, Blew my mind in a different way than Metal Gear Solid. Right. Crash Bandicoot was definitely that for me as in like, yes, this is the best game ever. But I always remember going over to my cousin's place and they had this weird ass game that I always was kind of hooked and wanted to play more of. So this is my third round pick for like that game I really wanted to play more of. It was that hella weird Ape Escape. Did you all ever play Mm. it? Yes. It was. <laughs> we had Ape Escape, and that was yes. going to be an honorable mention of mine because I wouldn't yes. pick it. But dude, that game was fun as fuck. It was. My mom loved that game. Yeah, they had their they had the red on their helmets yep, as yep, you chase yep, them yep. down, and then when you catch them, they turn blue. And you had like you the had other attachments too. You had like a net, but I fir- I swear you had like a couple other. Like, they things. did because remember one of the net attachments allowed you to like extend and scoop them. Yeah, because some monkeys had like. Or some of the apes had like special skills yeah, and you yeah, needed yeah. a special net to catch them. <laughs> I fucking played that there game. Is, I know yes, you. I see what you're it doing. Was so, so funny. Like, I don't know what it was. That's definitely that when we go back to the NES and uh, SNES, when I was like, what was the game that you wanted to play? Remember that one that you were like, you hunted down forever in the like video game stores and you couldn't find? Yeah. 
that was like my cousin lives 30 minutes away and it wasn't a guarantee that I go over there every week but it would be like oh. <laughs> and then we go over there and they'd be like let's play Spyro and I was like I have Spyro though I want to play something I don't have I don't Escape. have Apescape and they wouldn't let you borrow it <laughs> I can't even remember I mean they were older maybe they were just like get out of here rude Who ass knows? kids <laughs> dude Who Ape knows? Escape. maybe I was just too timid to ask which sounds like a very Dustin move both earlier and probably low key today, I probably would be shy. Wow, I'm, I did not <laughs> expect it to get picked, but kudos. That's okay, good. thank you, <laughs> That's thank dope. you. That was a fun game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mad at you, bro. All right, he's sitting over there like, uh, is, is everyone done? Yep. <laughs> Pause yep. for the calls. Um, so my third pick, I'm gonna go with a game that I had a lot of fun playing, uh, and it's it was before I knew that. Mario Kart existed. Oh! <laughs> oh, shit. Are you really going Crash Team Racing? I sure no! am. Yes! Sure am. I didn't think that would get picked either, and it yep. did. Oh, and C- CTR, baby. I see CTR. And you this- fucked up. You could have taken Ape yep. Escape in the last round, boss. I know, but then I was thinking, like, if I went with two crashes in a row, I was like, I'm going to be judged. You got and too I much on the mark with Yeah, you are. <laughs> Was going to get picked, so I was like, CTR will have more impact with a little bit of separation from Crash Bandicoot 3. <sighs> this he w- always does this. Mm-hmm. He always gets these types of picks. You left that for him. But, dude, he's got he's got two sporty games already. He's got a racing game. See, I also have a racing game, which is why I hesitate, but I loved CTR. CTR was badass because it has so many dude, different modes. It's a, it's a good game, but <laughs> you didn't need that one on your team. Uh, you already you have a better racing game, game yeah. and you have a better crash game. So you beat it in two categories. Okay. I do like the pick. Go ahead, Matt. It's a good... I mean, I gave him a horn because I was like, oh, I really didn't think that was getting picked. Fucking Mario Kart. No one even talks about Crash Team Racing, but hey, dude, props. Well, that's the thing is like, because you did have the precursor in Nintendo developing Mario Kart. We talked about that with SNES and NES. Mm -hmm. This is like PlayStation being like, all right, we see you. Let's do our own version of that. (laughs) We've got got Crash Bandicoot. Let's make it into a basically a different version of Mario Kart. And it was Mm -hmm. fun as hell. It was. It had so many different modes. Like I personally, I'm I'm always addicted to time trials. Like I love time trial stuff, especially in, in Mario Kart, but Crash Team Racing was great. And it had an adventure mode. So you'd actually would progress through a story yes. in a racing game? Dude. That's so fun. Forget like, about it. Oh man, the dynamics of that game, like, it's just a fun game. I remember mm. that one distinctly. And that's prior like PlayStation One was my first console, so I didn't actually know anything prior to that. Like that was where I built all my knowledge off of, and I thought this was like outside of Gran Turismo, it's a fun racing game for a different reason. Yeah. Like, it's a fun kids racing game. Yes. And it's just, you can play that anytime. You just have fun. So, yeah. CTR. Love it. CTR. Nice. Last pick yes. of the third round. Yeah. That's very, a value pick. Definitely slept on. Yes. Dang, we're cruising through. Give me the facts. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Time to get some facts from Matt. What you got? So, thinking about PlayStation 1, we know we're on the PlayStation 5, which isn't which is pretty crazy, but also kind of wild to think about just in terms of we're only on the fifth and PlayStation one came out a long time ago, but let's think about it. How many units of PlayStation one do you think have been sold? What were, what do you think? What do you think? 10 million. So your thought, this is consoles. Like how many consoles do you think PlayStation, the PlayStation one? Wait, sold? hold on. 
Wait, what? You said 10 million? No, you're good. Oh, let me think harder about that for a second. Yeah, I about to say, think about it. How many actual PlayStation 1 consoles do you think have been sold? Does reselling the same console, like if you bought a console, or is it just like commercial one-time sales? What Sony manufactured. Exactly. What Sony manufactured. I was like short of commercial zero. sales. I'm going 100 million. 100 million? Okay. Yeah. It's our side. It's our side of the table's turn. <laughs> you go first. I guess I'm going to go 50. 50 million? Yeah. Oh. Too high. Damn. No, I think you're way too low. And wow. you said 100 million? Yeah. Man, wow. I'm thinking like. Just between the United States and Japan? Hell no, dude. It's got to be... I, I want to win, so I'll say 101 million. <laughs> but I think it's probably... I bet it's like 300 million or some shit like that. Actually, you get it. It's 102.4 million. Holy Oh, my shit. God. I was so close. <laughs> I win all of your I showcases. I would have loved if you would have been actually gone with the 300. No, I wanted to win. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good move. So, yeah, 102.4 million consoles have been sold according to final sales by Sony, making it the third best Sony console ever sold. What are the other two? Uh, PlayStation 4 and 5, just because 5 is off the charts right now. So wow. five Oh, is, yeah. 5 has already sold more it's than like the PlayStation 1. Yeah, you can't get one, so they're flying off the shelves. Wow. That's because of stupid-ass, like, sneaker kid resellers who mm -hmm. are just buying a bunch of them and then trying to sell them for seven, 800 bucks, those little shitheads. I, if you're one of my kids and you do that, you get no love <laughs> for you. that. Yeah. I don't care if you're trying to make some money. I didn't say that. <laughs> don't tell your parents I said that. I also didn't tell you to listen to this, so don't be selling PlayStations back to us. That's rude. Yeah. I'm not buying it from you anyway. It's just... It's, un it's unacceptable. But that shows that, like, actually of, you know, PlayStation consoles, you know, the first one did really, really well. Yeah, it did. Really, really well. Hot it, fire. Mm -hmm. And then PlayStation 2 dominated, but that's a later yeah. discussion. Hell yeah. Well, let's get into that uh, good old fourth round. Round four. Matt, it's back to you. Uh, questions, decisions, choices. Hmm. I am going to go with another game that I really enjoyed playing because of, again, when I'm thinking PlayStation 1 games, I'm thinking games that I enjoyed when I was a child. So I'm going to go with the Spider-Man PlayStation 1 game. Hell yeah. That was a fun game. Like, the dynamics of that game were actually a little bit of ahead of its time. Like, you're you're kind of coming off of a wave where Spider-Man is hot in the streets, right? You had Spider-Man anime series that was popping off in the 90s. Again, you can see that momentum building, and this is just a fun game. You're slinging around New York City. The graphics are good. The gameplay is good. And overall, I just I enjoy that game quite a bit. Like, I remember playing that game as a kid and just having a fun time. So I don't have much else to say about it other than fuzzy memories of just being fun. Dude, you can you can swing on your web. Yeah, that's like, what I'm that, saying. That's insane. The gameplay was great. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Can you imagine doing that before the PlayStation? Not oh, happening. Yeah, right? Not happening. Only yeah. in two D, no. But for like, a, like well, a, I mean, you could though. You just couldn't do it three dimensionally. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, yeah. and that was in a because in Spider Man Maximum Carnage, which I picked during our Super Nintendo draft, mm -hmm. you can swing from Spider Man's webs in that. So yeah, this Good one point. kind of builds just off not that. like three yeah. D though. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the graphics and gameplay in this one were were awesome. It was just a fun game to play. Oh yeah, yeah. Spider Man, your last pick, Dustin. Nice. 
You weren't going to pick Spider-Man. No, so. I wasn't going to pick Spider-Man. You look a little forlorn, though. You look shook. Like, I am he's still, shook. He's still yeah. covering from the CTR pick. Yeah. <laughs> I look, well, I'm with you, Matt. I played more in my life CTR than probably Mario Kart, or at least in my biggest video game days. Which yeah. is better? I mean, Mario Kart has its longevity, obviously. I mean, Mario Kart Double Dash rules. Yeah. I've played Mario Kart more yep. in my adult days going over to other people's places with more modern systems, and the game is awesome. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. But, like, when I was a kid, CTR was the shit. Until you knew that Mario Kart existed, CTR <sighs> was amazing. It was great. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah, I'm a little shook. Well, partially because this is nice. I did less research going into this one because compared to the NES, SNES, when Matt and I were little babies, this one I actually played. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of the... Other ones, I had to research, I had to look look stuff up, and it was mostly on what other people said. This time, I had games, but I won't lie, my memory for my childhood sometimes, I don't know why. I lived it, but I don't remember it. So the games that I remembered fondly, a lot of them are off the board. So, yeah, I won't lie. During uh, your Matt fact, I'm sorry, Matt. I definitely was scrambling. I was shooketh. Right. Hey, you know, sometimes that's what that time's for. You can't see it. My leg is shaking. I was shooketh. And my leg is shaking it. <laughs> so what are you going to pick? I am going to pick, though, a game that is connected to a franchise that I played a lot. And out of interest, I did go and buy the old ones, which is Medal of Honor Underground. Mm. Because I was super big World War II nerd, I don't know why. I honestly don't. I mean, I love history. And honestly, out of like all conflicts, like nothing has shaped our modern world more than that conflict. Like It's just... Wild, how many things can be traced back to that? When I was a kid, those were the first like shooter games that I got into. I played Resident Evil later, even as an even as probably played one of the modern ones when I was like eighteen, and it was still low key scary. So kudos to them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some games you got to play when it's really bright outside. Yeah, you know? definitely. <laughs> but Medal of Honor, I played a bunch of that franchise, and you know, compared to some of the more modern ones, sure. But bringing that shooter into the three D. Kind of like uh, Dylan saying about Spider-Man. I mean, you got plenty of shooters in the old consoles, but bringing in some of that World War II authenticity. You know, that, I think you had that M1 Grande, or you know, you know what you got. Yeah, and then then the you had the the Panzerfaust. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so blowing up tanks. Yep. Yeah, and you know, I understand. Like a lot of my picks, a little, or the things I'm gravitating towards, a little bit more kid-like. So we had that whole talk about big boy system. Kind of had to get a little bit we, less. We were we were little kids. So yeah, 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 yeah. I had to I get, get a little get bit it. more adult. Yeah. And that was my entry into the more adult games and the shooter games were Medal of Honors. Nice. Nice. Dope. Medal of Honor Underground. Yep. There you go. Your team is set. Woo-woo. Wow. I got my whole team, the whole team that I like <laughs> dreamed and envisioned I got with the second pick, and I'm like stunned, and now I'm like, holy fuck, if I don't win this, I will be so beside myself. <laughs> my fourth pick is a total rebellion pick to what conventional gamers would say was the better of the two. Matt took Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, great soundtrack, pretty good skate game. Real skaters did not care for Tony Hawk Pro Skaters. Tony Hawk was a vert skater. He was not a street skater. A game that's based on street skating and uses a vert skater from the beginning is going to be tainted. Also, the music didn't speak to the skate culture at the time. 
the better skate game that I'm picking is Thrasher Skate and Destroy. If you were a skater in the 90s or the 2000s, Thrasher was like one of the biggest skate magazines in the country. It's huge now amongst all of our students. You see everybody wearing Thrasher, everything. It is, but Thrasher started off as just something small just to promote skaters who weren't already big names. And so this game was a complete, like, complete separative step away from what Tony Hawk was. Like, Tony Hawk was so user-friendly. You'd be rolling down, mm-hmm. you hit X and you ollie. You hit X and then you hit triangle and you grind. Mm-hmm. Whereas Thrasher was a true, like, combo game. If you wanted to execute hard tricks, like, you had to execute them with, like, the flick of a toggle in a certain direction to get the board to move in that direction. Like, something that skate games wouldn't utilize until, like, later on in, like, the Xbox 360. Like, it was really ahead of its time. <clears throat> I want to touch on the on the soundtrack because it also has one of the best video game soundtracks of all time. Uh, Tribe Called Quest, Award Tour, Africa Bombada, Planet Rock, DJ Punk Rock, My Beatbox, EPMD, I'm Housing, Gangstar, Grandmaster Flash, Public Enemy, Run DMC, Sniper, The Freestyle, Sugar Hill Gang. Like, this is what skate culture was in the 90s and 2000s. And it, like, it was represented in this game. And this game was fucking amazing on top of that. It wasn't just like, ooh, here's something for skaters, by skaters. It was also like, damn, the mechanics of this game make it challenging. And the levels are fun. You play from first-person view. Whereas Tony Hawk, you're playing from third-person mm-hmm. view. Playing from first person is trippy as fuck when you're trying to execute skills. <laughs> and it, But it bounced back. Like, in the beginning of the level, you'd be in third person. Then at the end of the level, it would be like a challenge. So if you were down, I feel like there was a Santa Monica level, and you'd skate down there, and there was always a time that you had to skate for similar to Tony Hawk. And then in the last, like, 15 seconds, something would happen. A cop would get called, and he'd be chasing you with a taser. <laughs> Holy and, shit. and you would see through the cop's eyes with the taser him oh running gosh. up on you. So you have to outmaneuver him from his fucking perspective. What? There was an episode where, or there was an episode, there was a level where a dude chased you with a baseball bat with a nail stuck out of it because <laughs> you were in the hood. There was, there was one where you were on a downhill level, and there was a police dog chasing after you. Like, this game was dope it made skateboarding dope it made it feel way more real like tony hawk popular game fun game but this like you couldn't buy this game everywhere either like i remember going to circuit city to find this game when i was oh, a man, kid that's a throwback yeah, yeah. circuit city not best buy best buy didn't circuit have this city. shit i went to circuit city just like where i got shout out honorable mention dragon ball gt for the playstation one amazing game could only get that at like circuit city I didn't think you were going to pick that. That's why I shout out honorable <laughs> mention already. But Thrasher, Skate and Destroy. I needed a sport game in my lineup. I was also thinking SmackDown 2. Uh, WWF SmackDown 2. Yeah, God damn, yeah, that game yeah, was yeah. good. Was but game. I like, got to stick to my Thrasher, Skate and Destroy. That's my final pick. Go for it, Dylan. Dude, great. Uh, for my final pa- uh, pick, I actually hadn't heard of that, so I'm interested in it now. Dude, um, so good. But uh, Twisted Metal. Yeah, there you go. Dude, I'm finishing out because, okay, like, look at my team. You know, I'm not going to do, like, the sell you yet, but I've got, like, JRPG. I've got Fighter. I've got, uh, like, Adventure, right? Now I'm going with just, like, crazy balls to the wall action shoot 'em up. 
um, on fucking cocaine. <laughs> so the, and so this this game is interesting. The development of it um, was kind of strange. Uh, single track. The developer had been hired to test a new 3D technology for Sony and came up with the concept while fantasizing about shooting um, away all their cars while stuck in L.A. traffic. (laughs) (laughs) So the lead designers polished the idea with a pitch envisioning a trigger-happy Mad Max movie directed by Michael Bay. And it really feels like that. It feels like one of those crazy 80s or movies, like 80s or 90s, like action movies. Yes. Shout out bad boys. Shout out bad boys. It's just insane. Like driving around an ice cream chuck, like shooting people or like the dude who's stuck between two wheels and like doesn't have a shirt on is just ripped and like clearly in pain, but like going to fucking destroy you, dude. Like this game was insane. And they made, (laughs) they made a bunch of them. I think they made like five total. Yeah. Plus like some other like games on like the PSP probably or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Twisted Metal, uh, the original, got to go with the OG, amazing. Um, I mean, dude, they need to bring that back because I want to feel like I'm just raging. You know, want to be ripped. in my living room yeah. in your ice in your ice cream truck with machine guns on the front. Of- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you, kids! Oh yeah, and also the the I, like the um I, the icon of the series is this crazed clown. Oh, my oh, no thanks. Dude. Yeah. No part of that. Yeah. yeah. No so, oh, my God. Yeah, you just know it's good. Twisted Metal. There there it is. I'm finishing out my team. Twisted Metal. There it is. And so that wraps it up. That's the end of the fourth round. We need to uh, make our cases. Matt Ooh. is always number four. He's used to being the first one up on the block. <laughs> you, Dude, your team. <laughs> you ready to defend this team? Yep. I, mean, I mean, pitch this team. Here we go. All right. Three, two, <laughs> one. Okay, so to recap my team, I have Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I got Harry Potter and Philosopher's Stone. I got Crash Team Racing and Spider-Man. So to start off, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, one of the best like live-action sports games ever made across any console. doesn't matter what it is. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is up at the top. One of my personal favorites. I remember playing this as a kid. The soundtrack's great. The mechanics are great. Um, you can, I, again, just a callback, Bob Burnquest. Grinding through the aircraft of uh, the hangar, right? You're playing skate. Got the tunes. You got Rage Against the Machine blaring. It's a good time. Second one, Harry Potter and Philosopher's Stone. Maybe it doesn't get a lot of love, but guess what? I was a child when this console was was out and about, right? 2001. This was a very fun game. I love progressing through all the levels of Hogwarts and following the storyline. It's a great, fun game. You know, it, if you just take it at face value, it's a kid's game. Of course, it's silly. It's goofy. Maybe it doesn't stack up against like critically acclaimed games, but nevertheless, it's a fun time. Next one, Crash Team Racing. Again, talk about Sony's attempt, PlayStation's attempt at basically defeating Mario Kart. This is before I even knew Mario Kart existed. It was such a fun racing game. You got to have a good racing game for any console. And the last one in there was Spider-Man. Again, the mechanics of it slinging through webs in 3D. It was just a fun storyline, a fun game. The gameplay, the mechanics were great. And I just love playing it because I was a child. All right. So please vote for me, right? You want fun times? You got it. I got a little bit of everything. Thank you. Hashtag please. Please. <laughs> you looked right into the camera for please. that one. That was good. <laughs> Pretty good pitch. I didn't expect it to go that well. Dustin, you ready? Yep. All right. All right. First up, I got Gran Turismo 2. Talking about racing games, a follow-up to the extremely successful top-selling Gran Turismo 
So third top selling game on the PlayStation 1. Had over 100 sport cars. Super fun, realistic driving features. Then I had Crash Bandicoot 3, Time Warp, the best ones. It has a bit of everything. You can ride a tiger, ride a jet ski, fly a spaceship. You're fighting awesome bosses. Crash Bandicoot, fantastic icon of the PlayStation 1 series. One of their best franchises, in my opinion. Big family game as well. Um, then I went with... You don't even know your team, bro? Ape Escape. <laughs> I have to remember. There's so much going on in my head. Need some of them notes Ape boy. Escape, which was so much fun and <gasps> so goofy in like the best of ways. You had these monkeys running around with different features. You had this net. It was just a magical game. Very imaginative. I don't know what those writers were doing, but kudos. And then I got Medal of Honor. Huge franchise. We all know this is Medal of Honor Underground, bringing that shooter experience into the 3D realm. Now you can fight some World War II battles. Who doesn't love to face off against our biggest villains in almost every single pop cultural thing, the Russians or the Germans? <laughs> Nazis, okay. That's true. That is true. Against the National Socialist Party. So I got range, right? I got some kid games. Woo, woo. I was also young at the time. I got some racing games. Woo, woo. I got some violence, too. Violence. <laughs> I bet you my mom votes for you just because of Ape Escape. Yes. <laughs> She loved that game. I'm yes. looking at the list, and it's like, doesn't matter that she bought Metal Gear or Resident Evil 2 or Spiral Year of the Dragon. Like, the only one that she played <laughs> was Ape Escape that I can remember. Yes. Yeah, my turn. I don't need those damn team. I don't need those those picks <laughs> that you got. I got Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil 2, Spiral Year of the Dragon, Thrasher, Skate, and Destroy. Thrasher, Skate, and Destroy, I just told you, it is the skater's game for the skater. It's got the better soundtrack. Better soundtrack. You don't want to listen to rock while you're skating. You want to listen to hip-hop. Okay? Hip-hop. Hip-hop. Spyro Year of the Dragon. That's the third Spyro. PlayStation knew what they were doing when they were making thirds in the series. And Spyro Year of the Dragon is the best in the series. Has the best mechanics. Has the most imaginative levels. Color palette is beautiful. Great gameplay. Great game. Resident Evil. Survival horror game. This is the best one out of all the ones on the PlayStation. You got one, two, and three. And two is the best. Best characters, best character development. It really keeps the story going from one all the way through to three because it kind of leaves you on a little bit of a cliffhanger. It's never really resolved, and we see that now in 2021 because it's still going. Metal Gear Solid. This is a critically acclaimed game, and I'll tell you, as someone who has played it well over 50 times, honestly, probably over 100 times, but I'll be modest and say 50, this is an amazing game. If you haven't played it, if you haven't looked into it, check it out. This game is so worth your time. Other teams, whoo-wee, Matt, you got two fucking movie games. That's too, too many movie games. Dylan, your team is fun, but it's like not games that I would ever pick. Like, or that I would ever pick up, but they're good. Dustin, Medal of Honor. Oh my God, your timer. Whoopsie. Whoa. Hey, okay, and now we're going into like the Like I voting. said, Medal of Honor, what? We're going into the vote. Like no, that. we're not. Dylan needs to... Dylan needs oh, to right. do yeah, his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Dylan, that. But please. you're right. You're right. Let's go into voting. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's time to vote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. You ready? I like that you threw shade. Yeah. Well, I, I like I, I say every time, man, I need to try and throw no, some shade. Bring more shade. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Just not enough time. Uh, okay. So I've got Final Fantasy VII. Talk about like critically acclaimed games. Holy shit. That spawn. That like, that is the game that like brought Final Fantasy into the 3D realm and public consciousness at large. Um, via the PlayStation console, and it was multiple discs. You know if there's multiple discs, it's going to be an epic experience. Uh, Tekken 3, 
Who doesn't love a fighter game, right? Tekken 3, top. That's it. Top fighter game on the PlayStation. Uh, Tomb Raider 2, Laura Croft, iconic. Uh, Truly, the Uncharted, before Uncharted existed, also made by Naughty Dog, right? She's exploring the world. She's raiding tombs. She is saving the world. She's got weapons. She's got a harpoon. (laughs) She's got (laughs) vehicles. Um, and you can look at her mansion, right? Uh, and then Twisted Metal, dude, it's like you're in a cr- <laughs> Twisted Metal, you're in an ice cream truck shooting guns on cocaine. Uh, who doesn't love that? What more do you right? need? Yeah. I've got a ton of variety. This is a fun package. You can play Twisted Metal and Tekken 3 with friends when they come over. All right. Or, you know, hey, you can just play Final Fantasy 7 and Tomb Raider 2 by yourself and have a bunch of fun. Like, there's variety there. Um, Dustin, Matt, I'm sorry. I don't like your teams. Ben, I like your team. That's it. Damn. (laughs) Holy shit. He roasted y'all just live. He basically just told you the voting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And now, well, now I feel, I, now I feel vulnerable because if they, I think that was, that had to be a misdirect because if you think that he's going to vote for me, then you won't vote for me. Right. So there's a better chance that you might vote for him. If there's strategy behind voting, but theoretically, it's integrity. Anyways, well, okay, whatever. It's (laughs) It's time to vote. It's time to vote. What's integrity? (laughs) What is that thing? We have cast our votes. They're in the box. It is time to reveal the winners. This has been a fun draft. I'm real excited. (gasps) Dustin's looking a little anxious. Here we go. <laughs> Whoa! The first pick is for Dustin. In your face. No, just took. I deserve it. I deserve it. The second pick. She's just looking at each other's eyes. Another one for Dustin. Dustin's got two. See, I told you the misdirect. He talked shit about your team and then voted for it. Dustin with the the win. Oh, shit. Dustin voted for me. I did vote for you. Wow. I honestly didn't think that was going to happen. I thought I was going to win. I thought I would win. Uh, I I thought thought you were going to win, too. I meant to write... I, I actually made a mistake. I meant to write Ben, but some for some reason I was thinking about you while I was writing, and I. But it's okay. Mind game. Wait, okay. hold on. Wait, did you really? I did. You really did mean to vote for me. I did. I'm not mistakes even mistakes happen. You. Everybody, it was a mistake. Mistakes it was happen. a mistake. I'll take those four points. <laughs> Hell no, we split in that shit. If he's looking at it and he's like, "I'm because reco- I've done that before, where I've been caught up and written my thing down." So I support yeah. you, but it's I'm on, sorry. No, that's it's my up bad. To Matt. I look like an idiot, but like I'm sorry, Dustin. I really am. My bad. You know, that wound, it was starting to kind of heal. Like, there was a scab going, and it was just like... <laughs> I just snatched it away. Like you man, had, right? You snatched victory Literally, from you. you let me feel victory. I voted for you. Yeah, thank you for I that. Also I'll tell you why yeah. I voted for you while he changes the vote yeah. to me. Because it makes me feel good that we tied. Because, I mean, my, <laughs> my lineup's better. But anyways. <laughs> I have three total wins, and it's been a long time. I thought that was four for a second. Almost, but not quite. And everyone who's listening and viewing is going to be like, what the fuck? No. But hey, sorry, people. Like, Then vote. You should vote. Also, mistakes happen. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Anyways. 
Gran Turismo uh, yeah, 2, yeah, yeah, yeah. great racing game. Crash 3, the best crash yep. game easily. Ape Escape, like, I I was the one who reacted to you picking that because I actually know that game. So that was enough for me. Medal of Honor is the only one where I was like, what? You totally lose me with that, but that's the fourth round, so you can lose yeah. me with that one. Um, I already said about Matt's like, dude, you got yep. two too many movie games, but CTR and Tony Hawk 2, solid games. Um, Final Fantasy 7, great game. Twisted Metal, great game. I didn't, like I told you downstairs, Tomb Raider was like a real hard one for me. And then Tekken 3, I was never a big Tekken fan because I always liked the old Street Fighters. And then mm. when they started remaking Street Fighter, I was like, whoa. And between that, you had Dragon Ball Z Budokai. And that game was just like, <laughs> even though that was after this. But anyways, yeah. it's fair. Yeah. And so. Nice. Well, I voted for yours, Ben, because between you and Matt. See, this is what's kind of hard because. This is where, like, the selling it comes in because I'm not the biggest video game aficionado. So, really, it came down to two because for each of yours, there was two games that really stuck out to me. For Matt, I personally played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and CTR. So, those were the two where I was like, oh, yeah, because, you know, I want the ones that I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's kind of, it's hard because it's like I know that video gamers might not agree, but, hey, that's what I like. And then, Ben, you had the Metal Gear Solid and then Spyro. Spyro I did play a lot. So I remember Tony Hawk. I can't even remember if I had a demo or if I was just a really weird kid and kept playing the same level. Because I remember, like, (laughs) I remember the same map, like, again and again. But I do remember the playing the skate thing. Mm -hmm. Metal Gear Solid, I do remember. And I remember my cousin playing it a lot and just, like, it being, like, whoa. Like, this is a thing. That demo was very suspenseful. And then Spyro was really like, probably you want it with Spyro for me because I loved that game a lot. And you could fly. You start off as a little baby Spyro. You're a little baby too playing that game. You're like, yeah, I'm this little kid (laughs) dragon. I'm going to beat some ass right now. (laughs) I'm going to beat some ass. (sighs) Breathing fire and stuff. Yeah, so I really liked that series, that franchise. And that was a big like family game for us. Yeah, Spyro. Yeah, I don't know. I I loved. I I was harsh earlier. I think everyone actually did have a great team because yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. only matters. <laughs> you know what matters the most is the win. It's what it's the win. And Friendship. Also, it's what you like. It's what yeah. you like, right? Words of wisdom and by just Dylan. Just because I don't like Medal of Honor Underground doesn't mean you have a bad team. That's true. Hey, you know it's the fourth round too. Can I just say on a yeah. side note? Some of y'all, now you can vote how you want, but it's just so funny because I'm a very different voter. Some of y'all vote, and specifically there'll be a one that loses it for you. Yeah. Which I'm just like, wow. Like, for me, it's like what's winning it for me versus, like, the one pick that loses it, which, hey, I guess I got to pay more attention to my fourth rounders. That's Mm -hmm. great. I just thought Ben had a solid team. Yeah, he did. He had, like, all four. Yeah, Matt, what are you doing, dude? Like, how did you not vote for me? Like, yes, the best team right here. Wait, wait. How did you not vote for me? It should have been the inverse of that. I'm not trying. He Like, he's not going to change his. Matt's never nope. been like that. Nope. But I'm just like, it. but of course, it's the two movie game guy who wouldn't vote for the best game lineup. I'm like, just it just makes sense. Matt didn't get a vote, though, for Tony Hawk and Crash. It was close. Racing. It was really close like, for me. I, okay, Harry Potter, I understand. That's like personal preference and Spider-Man personal preference. But like, oh, but Spider-Man, that's not necessarily a movie game, is it? I it, mean. At that time, it is, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Was it based off the Spider-Man movie? 
I thought it was. Oh shit! I can't. No, it remember. comes out in oh one. That's that's pre Spider Man movie. Pull, okay, Toby pull Maguire? it up. Toby, I didn't. Po- Toby Maguire the only like Spider Man games I even yeah. know about are movie games. That's why I. That's why I've been oh, saying no, movie I'm gonna game. Lose another uh, vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, who are you going to lose it to? He can't vote for himself. Because that comes out in what two thousand and. Or I'm not voting for him. Let's look it up. No, 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 no. No one's losing. 2000, that comes out in 2000. That's pre-movie Spider-Man. Who? Okay, who develops it? Let me see. Uh, I'm just interested. I'm curious now. I'm like, I didn't... Hold I, on. It's the whole draft, soft. I've, it's Neversoft. Oh, and Activision. Neversoft and Activision. Yeah, it's based off of... It, it's more aligns with the 90s animated Spider-Man cartoon than it is any movie. Okay, I'll take it. Mm. But maybe it's I don't know. I don't know. When did the movie come out, though? Look it up. Look it up. Spider Man, Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man it's definitely post 2000. One. Toby. I think it is. 2002. This is two years prior to that. <laughs> Slandering my Spider Man game. Well, you should have brought that up earlier, but I'm still saying, man. Eh. <laughs> Spider Man on PlayStation. If I didn't get the votes for Spider-Man on Super Nintendo, I ain't giving that shit to Spider-Man. <laughs> I voted for you on Super Nintendo. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't play this one. And, I, and I've and i said the whole game. I was like, dude, spider two two movie games? You didn't correct me until just now after I've already voted? Do you want me to change the vote? No. Well, the of course legacy, not, because it would no. give me the win. You don't want to lose in points that way. The legacy yes. is still there. <laughs> the legacy is still there of the two movie, though. But, uh, but it's only one movie now. What? For well, the the record's been corrected, yeah, and in any case, yeah, yeah. Uh, I voted for Dustin because, again, you and I think along similar lines when it comes to drafts like these. So, of the ones that I've played and the ones that are, like, talking about these, I, I've i played Gran Turismo 3 and Time Warped and Medal of Honor Underground, yes. and I remember having a good time playing Boo, all of those. Whore. So, <laughs> yes. you and I think along similar lines in this draft. Yes. So nice. that's why you got my vote. Boo. You sold it. Yes, because yes. yes. I remember yes. playing Resident Evil Two and being like freaked the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a terrifying my game. My team is too grown. Scary. Yeah. It was Team's too grown too for me. Yes, yeah. yeah. you're right. You do for have real. to play some games like with the lights on, like Silent Hill. Yeah. That's a game that didn't get brought up, but like that was a big game for it PlayStation. Was. Yeah, yeah. Because like you play as someone who can't actually defend themselves, but like you're immersed in a terrifying horrifying nightmare yeah but i mean what i'll say after this dylan's hella fucking messed up and <laughs> y'all need to vote because vote 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 remember we're just armchair experts bringing you our thoughts on these everyday categories i'll admit i'm not the video game aficionado so if you think it should have been different we want to see your votes also vote for us make sure to leave us Five star reviews wherever, only. wherever only five. You stars. get your your podcasts. That's right, and also find us on all of the social media places. You know how to find it: Instagram at Mount Draftmore, Facebook Mount Draftmore podcast, Twitter at Draftmore. Yeah, that's gonna do yep. it. That wraps up this draft. Make sure you vote. We do drawings every two weeks. If you leave a comment. Uh, voting for someone or just telling us what you think of the episode on Instagram, then you get put in that drawing every two weeks. So get that free money, leave a vote, be safe until next time. Peace.